<laughs> I see Kelsey bobbing her head and I just see Carolina confused. <laughs> well, you hear this, and on this very day, you know. It's what, Kelsey? What, what's what's the show we're doing? Potluck Saturday. It's Potluck Saturday. Where Saturday's the new Friday. That's it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> See, this kind of dancing I can do. Yeah, this is fun. Right? I can handle this. Yeah, we're going to start doing this at the clear. Oh. They're so funny. I love it. That's it. It's your Saturday. <laughs> I hope all your scams are coming true. You worked all week. So, you've got your whole week in a scam. But, uh, yeah, me and the girls, we were just feeling it. We're feeling like, hey, we haven't done a potluck Saturday in a minute. And, uh, yeah, we were talking yesterday on Regular Guy Friday. Oh, look at that move. Swaying back and forth. Come on, I can do that, you guys. I can wear bell bottoms and do. Come on, Kelsey. Why? Why? This is right up my alley. You totally could. Let's do it. I mean, some I of them are better than others, but some of them are pretty lame malicious. Lame malicious, with the stars on their shirts. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's pretty fun, for sure. I mean, people they kind of choreograph this, but it's sloppy. And, but it's on a stage, and it's I think it's the same the, stuff over and over again. And too. there's multiple angles. There's one, there's a couple that are decent. But I'm yeah, thinking this like must have been like, do you think like the local theater group they just got? Okay, Who's now this why guy? We, we're, oh, we're coming to, he looks like a broadcaster or maybe he's a host of a, of a, like a local American bandstand show. One, <laughs> like, I don't know. I should, I should know these things. But wow. we were talking. I mean, he's enjoying it. Like, well, who wouldn't be? Good point. Oh, now they, everyone in the circle and off the stage. Yeah, yep. I'm applauding Hi, everyone. too. Yes, very interesting. Yes, look at this. So impressed. Um, yeah, we were talking yesterday about how hard it is to, um, you know, to take, you know, when people mistreat you or toxic or negative or rude, how hard it is to just see them for what they are and, and ignore them, particularly when they don't really have anything to do with your life or future in any way. I mean, yesterday I had a lady who in a parking lot was speeding and I was taking a right turn. She was going straight, but I was ahead of her. She's like sped up and he's like, oh my God, she's going to hit you. But again, like just going back to the Deepak thing, she just, you know, she had to be right. So then I take another right turn and she tries to cut around me on the right turn. And I'm like, thank God it's a Tesla. And if, if you ever want to own an electric car, here's the fun thing about them. You punch that pedal and in a regular car, you got to wait for the gas to go through the engine, for the engine to accelerate. That Electric car, it's immediate. So zero to 60, I, I could take anybody. So I just said hyperspace. I had hyperspace and we were gone. But I remember just, just you know, getting really upset like oh my god like she really just she was gonna just hit my car and uh and then what a mess it would have been in but but even me i wanted to be right too in that moment it really upset me and it's like what does this person have to do with anything and i honestly think if i didn't hyperspace she was gonna hit my car because she was just you could see it was a miserable person 
with a crappy car. And what would they have had to really lose if they, you know, and it would have been for me, it, even if I'm whatever, at the worst, it's, I guess, the deductible. But even if not, I've had cars hit, especially in COVID. They can't get parts. I've been without cars for weeks, months. I'm like, for what? Because I had to be right. Um, and I and I should have realized this person's not real. Get fine, go around me. What do you have to do with my life, my, my purpose, anything? Um, and I know it's hard to do. So I'm gonna, I want to go over. I've done it before. I want to dissect one of my most underrated scenes from the original Star Trek. And listen, if you guys know me, if I didn't see it on TV or in a movie, I don't know what I'm talking about. So everything in my life, <laughs> I've, I've been in huge meetings with, with super successful people. And they'll start throwing out all these business principles and axioms. And, and I'll just say, uh, excuse me, excuse me. If I didn't see it on Shark Tank, I have no idea what you're talking about. So anyway, okay. So here's a moment this Star Trek episode, Spectre of the Gun. The characters from Star Trek, they find themselves back in the Old West, it seems like. They're in Tombstone. And if you know the story of Tombstone, Wyatt Earp, it's Wyatt Earp and his men against, and Doc, Wyatt Earp, Doc Holliday, and their men against um, a bunch of men who were called the Cowboys. And they were they were supposed to be the outlaws, the drug addicts, whatever. And they have the very famous shootout at the cake, OK Corral, where the Earps pretty much kill and a lot of them and defeat them. And the characters from Star Trek find themselves on the as the cowboys. And no matter what they do, any action they take, they are destined to have this shootout at the OK Corral, where they now they realize they're going to die. Like we're not skilled gunfighters. We've tried everything. We tried tranquilizers to knock these guys out. We've nothing's working. And right before they're about to have the shootout, Mr. Spock has this realization about perception and how perception is reality and how much perception can affect us and our decisions. And, and conversely, if we can use our minds to block this stuff out and own another truth, we can have a different ending uh, or a different outcome so let's play it from here if you would dj kirolina if you would do it now let's play it here and i'll take you through exactly. it. exactly doctor in your opinion what killed mr chekhov a piece of lead in his body he was shot wrong wrong his mind killed him mind killed him. you got the answer tell us physical reality is consistent with universal laws where the laws do not operate there is no reality. All of this is unreal. What do you mean unreal? unreal? I examined Chekhov. He's dead. Kelsey, how real was your job at Extra? Felt pretty real. But was it? But was no. it? <laughs> okay, but I have a but. Pause. The reality of a given situation. Yeah, let's pause because I do have a question about okay, that. Okay, we can back up a little bit because I stepped on Mr. Spock. My fault. Back up a little bit. No, that's me too. But like. DJ Carolina, back it up a little. And then and, and Kelsey, go ahead. It was real because I had to be there to get to where I wanted to be next. Like but, I felt like, but, but, but what? But there was a next. It wasn't mm. your life job. It was no, just that's true. temporary. So yeah. being that it was temporary, how much control did they really have over you? It didn't affect, you know, you had yeah. your talent, your loved ones, you, you know, and again, 
I understand when it was back in the day where, you know, you really felt like you had nothing else because there weren't as many opportunities maybe, or people would, you know, blackball you and such like that. But um, how real is it now? Yeah, it seemed real in the moment. But think about things in eighth grade. How real are they now? <laughs> think about all. all those things. You know, yes, there were moments where I, you know, when the snowmobile almost crushed that little girl, that was real. Mm. That was real. Mm. You know, but a lot of these things, like, was, this has nothing to do with, you know, really has very, the most minimal amount of my attention is needed here because you knew. You weren't staying there. You weren't trying to run that show one day. You weren't on that path. You were having blueberries thrown at your head. <laughs> but <For real. laughs> it wasn't It wasn't real. Okay, so let's pick it yeah. up from here. Once we are convinced of the reality of a given situation, Once we, listen we to abide by its rules. Pause. We judge the bullets to be... So, so once we see a situation and we think it's real basically then that's it it becomes real so he'll say this so back up a little bit again and keep and and, and dj djk keep the, your cursor on that arrow so you can be ready to pause okay good convinced of the reality of a given situation we abide by its rules we judge the bullets to be solid the guns to be real therefore they can kill check mm-hmm. out dead because he believed yeah. The bullets would kill him. That's right. He may indeed be dead. We do not know. But we do know that the Melkotians created the situation. They if created we do it. We allow ourselves to believe that the bullets are real. They cannot kill us. That's right. Exactly. I know the bullets are unreal. Therefore, they cannot harm me. Pause. So when I think of this girl that was working at E, that ended up getting a brain tumor and telling me she, you know, when we went to visit the hospital. She was in the bathroom crying every week. This is a woman in her early 40s who was amazing at her job. You know, thought the bullets were real, so they killed her. But looking back now, what, what are you crying about? Like, what, no, not her, but why, why are you even abusing her or pulling out the guns? But if she could have seen them, you're all a bunch of clowns. You'll all, I mean, thank God I had the crystal brain. I'm like, you won't even have a channel in 10 years. So you, what, what are you guys doing? To people and over what? Talking about the Kardashians that really were making people cry. But you know, Sam saying, Kelsey, if she didn't think that, if yeah, she do. thought it was real. Yeah. And it's terrible. Yeah. It's hard because it, like, it feels so real, you know? It does. And you're just being annihilated. But, but, you have but to you're remind, right. You have to remind yourself, you know, what's real is your children, your, your, your loved ones. You're, that's real, you know? Also, quick shout out to Max, who um, wants to be on the show, if anyone so hears bad. that. Oh, my God. So bad. <laughs> you know what I used to say in those places? By the way, I always, sometimes I don't have the best of idols either. And not that this guy's an idol, but G. Gordon Liddy. I'll never forget when he got sent to prison. This is way back to Watergate. But I remember when he was in jail and they messed with him in jail, he just said, gentlemen, you control my body, but you do not control my mind. So a lot of times when I'm in the carny <laughs> business, I work for some lecherous human beings. And I speak, sure. you got, okay, your body, my body's yours. Fine. Let's play it from here now. We must all be as certain as you are, Mr. Spock, to save our lives. Precisely. That's not possible. There'll always be some doubt. There'll the be doubt, see? Would be enough to kill you. The smallest doubt's enough to kill you. 
by the way, that's the people, by the way, the people that you can pause it there, the people, the people that do the best are the ones that, you know, the ones we analyze who don't give an F. I think you've got to give an F about other human beings and humanity, the well-being of others. But, you know, when these crazy people, you know, are, you, you know, you know, in your heart, you're doing your best, you know, you have good intentions. You can't control how crazy they are. But I tell you that little bit of doubt, then, you know, you start arguing, you start negotiating, you start pleading, mm-hmm. you start explaining, then they got you. Yeah. So I like, so Mr. Spark, he does this Vulcan mind meld on them. And I stew it to Maria too. <laughs> Not that it would work, but it was symbolic. But I love what he says here. Okay, press play, Carolina. Your mind to my mind. He, so Your he's connecting with them. To my thoughts. He has to because, see, Mr. Spark has no doubt. Getting close to high noon season. The bad guys are coming to kill me. The bullets are unreal. Without body. They are illusions. Illusions. Only. Shadows. Shadows. Without substance. Without shadows, without substance, Kelsey. Right? Was there any substance? That's a good line. Right? For they do not exist. Shadows without substance. And they do not, for they do not exist. They do not exist. I wish Mr. Spock could do this to me. Uh Uh-oh. Now we get four gunmen coming. All marching in unison to kill our boys. Appearances only. Appearances only. They are shadows. Shadows. Illusions. We already heard that. Nothing but ghosts of reality. Ghosts of reality. They are lies. Yep, lies. Falsehoods. Falsehoods. Specters. Specters. Without body. Specters without body. They are hence the title. Ignored. They are to be ignored, hence the title, Spectre of the Gut. Here they come, Carolina, they're coming to kill our guys. Captain. Here they come, all right. We're ready for the big showdown now, people. Carolina's nervous, I see her biting her finger. It's okay, Carolina, trust. They're just Spectres, Carolina. Kirk doesn't even draw, which I love. He just does a fake draw. He's like, no, I'm not going to engage you. No. And look at the bad guys do, which is what they always do. Know that when a bad, one of your bad people has a weapon to use against you, they always will 100% of the time. Now look. Oh, we're out of ammo. That's pull another gun. Everyone pull out your second gun. Let's just... Kelsey, can you explain to the audience at home what's happened to Captain Kirk, Mr. Spock, and the rest of the crew? Yeah, the bullets aren't real. Yep. So they're going right. So they're not dying. So they're being they're being shot at. But the bullets aren't real. Nothing. Look at the guy. Look at the look at the panic on the guy's face. Now you see when it's not real. Look at them. Now they're nothing. But I love the look on the guy's face when he grabs them. See that look? Now I could shoot you, but see, because he vibrates high, I won't. 
They go low, we go high, people. Yep, throw the gun away. See? I don't even have time for you. Clown. See that? And look at now, they disappear because that's all they were, specters. People, I know it's hard to apply this, but if you can remember, some of the bullies in your life, the toxic people, some of these people, like, they're just specters. But if you do believe that they're real, then they are going to be real. They're going to make you sick and worse. So now I'm going to take it out. If that doesn't work, if that's a little too cerebral, if you hate sci-fi, you hate Star Trek, if you're someone who has charges against that, okay, because I feel like what I just gave you is pretty universally applicable. But I get it because I'm with a wife who's got her charges against certain things that she won't watch. So, But she does like Star Trek, thank goodness. Okay, let's go to our other queen of queens, the great Miley Cyrus at the VMAs, her version of this. Now, if you will, please, Kirolina. Okay, so Miley's on stage with, I think, it's like three dancing bears. Okay, and how comes Robin Thicke? Now, this is Robin Thicke's song, so it should really be about Robin Thicke here, but it's not. Oh, <laughs> Miley's down in really her underwear. So far, so good, right? I mean, I think the next time someone pulls out those guns on you, you can go right into Miley. There we go. The tongue is out. The twerking. I don't think she's taking life too serious. I used to, I said this yesterday on the show, but I used to play with Marie and her crew all the time. I'm like, nope, when you leave this trailer, all the nonsense is yelling and the screaming over what I don't know. I go, Channel Miley. All I gotta say, baby. Anyway, you guys, have a great Saturday on that note. Just know that, uh, you know, in most of these situations, people out there trying to dim your light, make you feel bad, that are toxic, bullying you, all that other stuff, just know that they're just specters. And if you believe they're real, yeah, they'll hurt you. But they're not. They're not real. They don't pay your, you know, if, even if they pay your bills, they're only real for a moment until you get your parole or dig your escape tunnel. But remember, even if they do, then yeah, okay. They've got your body, fine. You punch buttons on the computer for them or whatever they need you to do. But in your mind, no, they don't have any of that. Okay, well, Kelsey, Carolina. Kevo. Yeah. May you guys, uh, as you enjoy the rest of your weekend, may you know that uh, those bullets are not real. And may, you, may they pass right through your body. Thank and you. Because they will and, on, and on to you. And on to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a good lesson, though. And I will say it's funny. The, the, I am not a sci-fi fan, nor a really Star Trek fan. But I use that reference a lot. And I do think about that a lot since you taught us. And I think it's a really good 
it's a really good lesson. Remember, um, the so, bullets are not you. real. They're, They're not just real. specters, Carolina. Love it. Very Carolina, came, Carolina came out of the casting world, and so that's it's not exactly um, a picnic over there either. And for many men, no. Oh boy. <laughs> so just, but no, none of it was real. It's true. Yeah, none of it it's was very real. true. But but the parts of it you made real did a lot. Probably did a lot of damage to your body. And I and I'm. Yeah. You know, when you first started here, your body was falling apart. You know, <laughs> it's very things. true. And, and, you know, it's funny. We always hear how the body tells us the truth. Mm-hmm. The body is truth. And um, and the mind, this is Xavier Dauber, but he was saying you know, how the mind is fear and the body is truth. I said the heart yesterday, but it's actually the body. And that's why the body doesn't lie to us. And so, you know, Carolina, right. with you, with the appendix and this and that. Yep. the first week. I'm like, I said, I said, Carolina, I said, Deb, your body is talking to you, you know. Because those, the parts that you, you know, allowed to be real, which I can see why, because they make you, I don't know, if there's nine people in a room who say, oh, look up there, the sky is pink, you know, with, uh, you know, with, I don't know, yellow stripes. And nine people say it, you start to go, no, I just, I don't know, I see a blue sky, I see some white clouds, I, but over time they start where where you're down, we're like, oh, okay, well, I I guess I see a little pink and yellow, but I, I, Mm -hmm. But when you can stay firm and know that it's uh, it's not real, I think then you stay your best. And and I know it's hard to do, but um, remember that. And I think having people around you remind you of that. That's great. It's a great reminder. Really important. Like, like f off. (laughs) You know. But uh, and I do it too. You know, I still do it. Uh, I'm a lot on Maria's behalf, but also myself. Even when I'm in different situations, I'm like, wait, this isn't real. I have nothing to do with this person other than whatever they cut me off for a minute or cut me in line. Like, you know, we don't exist. You know, there is no you and me. I love it. There's a line in a John Cusack movie, I think, Gross Point Blank. He's a killer. He's a trained killer, and he goes back to his high school reunion. So it's a fun movie. But he sees some like, I don't know, the class clown or the class bully from high school who's just being drunk and unruly. And they kind of get in each other's face for a minute. And let's say the guy's name is Brian and John Cusick says to him, like, Brian, there, there is no you and me. Like, we, you know, and I've had to say that to people too. Like, oh, I know you don't like this guy. I'm like, no, there is no equation with us. We're not, <laughs> there's literally no connection to us in any way, shape, or form. So, all right, kids. Well, happy potluck Saturday. And um, would you be kind of, can you get back hot butter popcorn and take us out on that? Or do we want to I think it's a my... must. No, yeah. hot buttered popcorn. Hot, hot buttered popcorn. Hot buttered popcorn is Pop, very Popcorn. 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 P-U-P. Pop. C-A-W-N. Popcorn. Here they are. Yes, in all their lame splendor. (laughs) All right, you guys. Happy Saturday.